Hey friends, and welcome to the Mind and Body Strong podcast, a place for women to redefine their relationship with food in their bodies, tune into their inner wisdom, and become the best version of themselves. I'm your host, Katie Pichinowski, a health and mindset coach, intuitive eating and health at every size advocate, nap queen, and bookworm. Join me each week for empowering conversations, stories, and actual steps to help you master your mindset and drop the obsession around food and your body so you can love the skin you're in. I can't wait to guide you towards unlocking your highest potential. And that journey starts right now. Let's jump in. Hello, hello, my friends. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing fantastic. I hope you are finding the joy in every single moment of this day and throughout every day. I hope that you continually remind yourself of the joy that is all around you, the abundance that is all around you. And especially here on a Monday, I know these episodes are released on a Monday. And to be honest, Mondays are my favorite days. And I think I've said this in many a podcast before and many a social media post, but truly is just a fantastic day. And it's all about just like your mindset and how you show up, right? There's so many people that I run into, especially being still in a corporate workplace where you run into them on a Monday and you're like, oh, how are you doing in the elevator? And they're like, uh, it's good for a Monday. And that just like hurts my heart. I'm like, really? That's it? That's how you want to show up today? All right. (laughs) You know? So as we go into this episode today, I want to... I want you, want you to think about what your intention is going in today. What is your intention? How do you want to show up today in your life, to your family, to your friends? Refer back to the last episode where we really kind of dive deep into affirming the three anchor words that bring you back to being your best self. That's something that really helps me in um, showing up every single day. But I love to start my day with an, an intention and really picking that apart so that I can be intentional about my day. But what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is how I discovered I was an empath and how I'm using that that knowledge to understand my superpowers better and to also help those of you who might be an empath too to gain some some practical tools to help you work through just the everyday life. So by now you're probably like, okay, what is an empath? If you're not really sure what that is, you've probably heard of empathy and, you know, showing kindness and to people who are in need, but it was like, what, what is an empath? I actually didn't really have the the language for this word until over the summertime. Actually, no, it was about August or September when I heard this for the first time, it was in my health and life coach certification where I was experiencing another girl be coached by one of the coaches who runs the certification. And she was talking about how she had just recently discovered that she was an empath and how, and the coach who was coaching her is also an empath. So they're kind of chatting back and forth, talking about what empath is, how you kind of sense the energies around you. You um, kind of can take on other people's energies to the point where it can be really confusing to figure out your feelings versus what someone else is feeling and it can be super confusing and just how you get very drained by being in big social environments especially around people you don't really know because it's a lot of energies that you're not really sure 
um, if you're willing to take on and empaths are kind of like a sponge to people's energies. And so it can be, if they're not aware of this superpower that they have of being an empath, and I'll talk a little bit more about what that means, what I mean by superpower, it, they can find it very hard to set boundaries because they want to please other people because pleasing other people means that they can in turn feel safe because they're, you know, taking on the energies of people around them. And when I was hearing them talk about this, I was like, holy shit, (laughs) that's me. I was like, no wonder I feel so chaotic and confused sometimes in large social situations or why I don't really like being in large groups of people, especially, um, like, party scenes was never my thing because I don't like to be surrounded by a bunch of strangers where I can't control the energies that are coming my way. And I just, I never understood why I felt so overwhelmed and confused by this. And when she was explaining empath, I was like, oh my goodness, that's me. And I literally remember my mouth dropping open and being like, this is so great that I finally have a word for how I've been feeling my whole life. So very recently, I decided I want I wanted to build up my coping mechanism skills for being an empath because like I'd mentioned previously it can be really hard for empaths to understand their own energies and versus what they're feeling from someone around them and kind of differentiating the two and creating healthy boundaries for themselves and so I decided that I would get a book of course because I'm a big reader I actually my dad got this for me on audible highly recommend audible if you are someone who is on the go a lot maybe drives a lot um, doesn't have time to sit down and actually read a physical book audible is a fantastic way to turn your car into just a mobile learning device I literally listen to so much personal development in the car it's like crazy so I just like prime my mind every single day to be able to show up as my best self but Side note, um, so I got this book and it's called The Empath Experience by Sydney Campos. Absolutely amazing, amazing book. I'm going to actually link it in the description. And when she was explaining her experience of being an empath in the beginning, I literally cried. And she said something along the lines of how when she was young, looking back on her younger days, it was almost like a blur because she felt emotions so intensely that you know empaths feel a lot of energies right and so they're very blunt about how they how they feel they might be able to tell someone else how they're feeling before they even recognize it because they can just feel energies and it can be um not great for people who don't want to hear that right so from a young age you kind of learn that We like other people don't want to hear that kind of stuff. And so we kind of learn to play back those intense emotions. Like being too emotional is not acceptable. So you need to tone it down. And I know that I definitely learned to downplay a lot of the emotions I was feeling, feeling very overwhelmed by all the the emotions I was feeling and feeling like I, I, I couldn't speak up for what I really wanted. And I couldn't speak up for how I was really feeling. Like I I felt like I legitimately didn't have words for it. Like I had all these feelings and like crazy stuff going on inside of me, but like, like I couldn't even talk about it. And I just learned from a young age that it wasn't safe 
to talk about those kinds of things and to experience intense emotions, which is actually a superpower that you can intensely feel emotions. And she's explaining how when she was growing up, looking back on those childhood experiences, it's almost like a blur. Like you don't even really remember a lot of specific memories because you are so focused on blocking out um, and trying to be almost as emotionless as possible because you just feel everything so intensely. And so a lot of what empaths do is that they try to kind of block that out because they're not sure how to deal with all this extra energy that keeps coming into their, their field and creating healthier boundaries for themselves. And so they just allow everyone else's energy to kind of control them. And it can be very, very draining for an empath. And when she was explaining this in the book, I was like, holy crap, no wonder whenever I look back on childhood experiences is almost like as if I was in a daze, like it wasn't even like when I look back on certain, there's certain childhood experiences where I can like embody them and remember them. But a lot of times it's like when I'm looking back at past experiences in my childhood, it's like I'm looking at my life from the outside, like through a what are they called? Binoculars or something like a telescope or something. And I'm like sitting on the sideline way far away and it's really out of reach and I can't really feel what's going on there. And I don't really remember specifically what's going on, but I still have those, whatever went on, (laughs) I have those feelings still today. And so this book really helped open me up to the fact that Intensely feeling emotions like that is actually a superpower. It's actually one of the keys to manifesting anything you want in your life is having a very intense experience of emotions. And that's another reason where I was like, I really want to be able to allow myself to feel emotions again because I spent most of my life blocking emotions out, running away from them, pretending they're not there, um, especially the negative ones. But as of recently, through this book and through just many conversations I've had with mentors in my life, um, specifically my dad and my business coach and just even journaling myself, I've realized that even those negative emotions, those positive and negative emotions are fantastic experiences to be able to understand yourself better and to be able to allow yourself to let go of resistance that you've been holding on to, to process whatever feeling you're keeping inside of you and allow it to flow through you. And it's such a relieving process to be able to do that. And it's not a bad thing to intensely feel emotions. It's not even bad to feel negative emotions. It's part of life. In fact, emotions that we experience in just circumstances are pretty much 50% negative, 50% positive. And if we can have that expectation instead of thinking everything's all jolly and happy and positive all the time, which is a lie, we can definitely reframe it because we don't want to live in the negative place, but we must acknowledge and allow ourselves to feel and like allow that emotion and feeling to flow through us and so we can reframe it in a positive way so we're not suppressing and resisting these emotions, which is what I was so used to doing because I didn't know any other way. I just suppressed everything inside of me and I got so used to just like turning it off and I would turn to food or I would turn to being super busy. I 
wore that as a badge of honor for so long, just being busy and always scheduling a gajillion things um, so that I didn't have time to process all these crazy things that were going on in my head because it was too overwhelming. And this book really opened up my eyes to the fact that being an empath is such a superpower and that knowing this now, I can really create more healthy self-care rituals to help set myself up for success. So if you're someone who's really experiencing this, who maybe has a hard time drawing boundaries, who has a hard time differentiating between your energy and someone else's and not being able to be grounded in in yourself and being able to just grasp your own emotional experience or maybe you've been blocking out emotions your whole life like kind of how I was then this is an incredible incredible book for you to read and I actually it inspired me to create a free guide called the say yes to you guide it's a self-care guide with 12 self-care rituals to help you say yes to you daily this book was the inspiration behind me creating that because so many of the women in my life I know are absorbing all of these emotions or in circumstances around them and they don't know how to process them and they're not putting themselves first and so they're just drained and they're burnt out and they're not taking the time to put themselves at the top of their priority list so that they can ground themselves in their energy create healthy boundaries and rejuvenate their own energy instead of just waking up and reacting to everything going on and trying to people please and keep everybody in peace. That's not our job. It's not our job to control everybody's energy. That's exhausting. Don't do that. I've tried it. Trust me. I've always, I've tried growing up. That was one of my defense mechanisms is trying to change how other people were doing things so that I could feel safe. And that's, that's not what you have to do. Your job is to ground yourself in your own energy and to understand what you need to rejuvenate yourself. And so I've been really, really passionate about doing that for myself lately and and just allowing myself to feel and be like, oh, what is this feeling going on? Like, what is it that I'm holding on to? What can I work through? What beliefs are, are these being caused by? How can I work through them? What can I do to rejuvenate myself and feel energized? Um, because so often I would just take a nap and just forget about it right but I wasn't doing the active work of actually rejuvenating myself um, in those ways napping is great don't get me wrong just took a nap before I took before I started doing this podcast but what I started to realize is that I needed to rejuvenate myself in different ways so some of the ways that I love to rejuvenate myself is movement I feel so inspired when I can get in like a 30 minute workout and I love that and it's just whatever I feel inspired to do that day I might just turn on some music and dance around and like sing I'm a terrible singer by the way but I just love it it's like feels my soul I'm that person if you're driving around you see me in my car I'm probably singing and dancing in my car totally fine I'll own up to it but some other things that I love to do in order to rejuvenate myself of lately is to journal, love journaling, really helps me to rework old thought patterns, stories, beliefs into something that's more serving. And so I do that a lot. I also have been connecting more with people and just reaching out to friends 
who maybe I haven't talked to in a while, um, calling my grandpa more because I don't get to see him. He's in St. Louis. I'm in Dallas. Um, Calling my mom more, calling my dad more and connecting because sometimes I just need more connection to feel uh, rejuvenated. Meditation, yoga. um, Even I have a essential oils diffuser. That's really great too. And just putting myself in this new energy so I can release all of these other energies that I've sponged in throughout the day and the week and be able to ground myself again and remind myself of who I am and what I stand for and my intentions, my goals, and everything else around that, you know, I can I can say that empowered no. And I talk about this a little bit in the guide and I'll also share a link to that here where you can get your free um, Say Yes to You self-care guide. It's awesome. Um, I really put a lot of thought into not just making it like a 12 list thing of, oh, do these 12 things, you know, and try them out. I actually kind of walk you through the process of setting up your priorities so that you can say no to all of the other things and just rearranging your schedule so that you can actually make these things happen for yourself. Because it's one thing to say you want to make huge changes in your life and to show up for yourself and put yourself at the top of the priority list. But if you're not actually prioritizing that and saying no to everything else that doesn't align with your top priorities, you're just reacting and you're just putting yourself in the hole. And I've done it before, so it's definitely nothing to be ashamed of. It's just something to, again, be aware of and be like, oh, I'm doing that thing again where I say yes to things that drain my energy and I don't really even want to do. Um, What can I do to, you know, respectfully decline next time? Because it's just not something that brings me joy. You know, stop doing things you hate. Seriously, stop doing it. Um, That's been a big thing for me this year, too, is just stop doing crap you don't like stop it. You know, there's certain things maybe we've got to do, but honestly, like there's so much power to, in being able to delegate and saying, you know, for me, I don't like to worry about my social media posts. So my VA is amazing. And she helps me to make sure that my social media is scheduled every single day and it's bringing value and that I have everything in place. And then we're a couple weeks out in advance so that we can have, that information going out to the audience and that's not something I want to worry about so I've delegated it because that makes me feel more empowered to do other things that make me feel full okay just a a quick example there kind of a tangent but I thought it was important and I don't really script any of these podcasts by the way I just kind of flow with it and so I hope that you were able to gain some kind of insight there and be able to kind of understand what it means to be an empath in this in this um, episode. And even if you're not an empath and you're just someone who is always in service to other people, like I know a lot of women are especially, whether you're a teacher or a nurse or a caregiver or a mom or even a sister, you know, like just you're around people all the time and you're giving a lot of energy to them, this self-care guide is for you. This self-care guide is for you to be able to understand what things help bring you energy and to put those at the top of your list, to schedule in the time in your calendar every single week to put you first, okay? This is the time that you are saying yes to you every single day. This is your commitment right now, okay? So make sure you go to the link in this description or on my website, www.com. 
mindandbodystrong.com. That was so crazy. But you can also grab it there. I have actually like a whole freebie library going on right now. I've got four different freebies that you can check out on my website. Go check that out. But definitely grab the Say Yes to You self-care guide in the description. You guys will love it. Can't wait to hear your feedback. And I love you guys so much. Thanks so much for hanging out with me here today. I appreciate you all so, so very much. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening into the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. Before you go, could you do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes? This is how the podcast can be discovered by more people and impact even more lives. And don't forget to tag me in your Instagram stories at Katie Pijanowski so I can see what you're listening into. I love you all so much and I'll catch you again on next week's episode.